You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. All right, everybody, it is Saturday here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, Nerd to Know Media, and of course, on the interwebs. My name is Dara Connor. You are listening to Nerd to Know Basis, and joining me is the one, the only, Mannequin Blue herself, Katie Riley. How are you, Katie? Hi, I am alive. And it's, weird, it, it's weird doing the show, like doing the introductions, because usually I let Keen do it and just start throw sardonic comments out so i was kind of like oh i'm not doing the rewind today this is this is the other show that i never host anymore um (laughs) i know when you were doing the intro i was just like yes it's definitely saturday and totally not wednesday absolutely absolutely 100 percent, absolutely and it's also full disclaimer for anybody listening i do have a very prominent lisp at the moment yes so Do do you want to go into why you have one or do you want to keep them guessing um, no, do you know what? Like, if people have been following me on social media, they're probably sick of me saying why I have a lisp. So let's just leave the mystery there. Oh, but that's an excuse to go over and follow Mannequin Blue. So Ooh. if you don't, you should. You should feel bad. Hopefully you follow. You should, because I post very pretty and colourful things on a daily you basis. Do. You do. And I mean, look, it's it, it it's their loss if they don't. But now there's like an extra incentive to go and, and unpack the mystery. <laughs> but yeah, no. Last week, fair fair play with the show. Um, you guys talked about Hocus Pocus, which I mean, I've been wanting to talk to you about for like a month. <laughs> so oh, I was just like the one so show bad. I miss. Yeah, it it's terrible, so... isn't it? Awful. But like, I was looking forward to it. I was. This so is why I wanted to talk to you about it. It is garbage here. Awful. <laughs> I w- I will say now. I will say, the three sisters were perfect. The, the little young one was no 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 no. The, the older sisters like they were oh, great yeah. they were great but the little young one specifically who was uh winnie's the main one isn't it yes sanderson yeah winnie sanderson she was spot on i mean her whole for a little actress she was she like was encapsulated that role perfectly so i mean she deserves a little oscar or a real oscar i don't know <laughs> just, I don't have to do just a little mini oscar little mini oscar but she was brilliant and i mean i was just like well okay we're starting off super strong but I don't know. I guess we're talking about it now. Um, <laughs> like when I was watching, I was like, "This is what's everyone watching?" Because you know, there were there were different websites like Geek Ireland praised that and all kind of stuff. And look, yeah, and obviously we have we have a, a 
relationship with Geek Ireland, and so, you know, a lot of time it's me trolling them or trolling Kane, mainly trolling Kane, mm. but uh, because I have to, you know, it's it's part of it. But <laughs> I mean, when I saw the review of it, I was like, what were you watching? <laughs> None of this was good. I mean, bits of it were good, but like, it, I okay, you know what it felt like? You remember Halloween Town? Vaguely, yeah. Right, Halloween Town is a Disney Disney Channel made for TV movie, right? It has a big cult yeah. following. It's very good, right? It's great. It was out 20 years ago. It's fine. This felt like Halloween Town, but bad. With no charm. <laughs> it's like, it like they watched the first movie and was like, yeah, okay, yeah, it was great. Let's let's just make this. Um, but all the good parts in it were like stuff that was already in Sabrina. So I know you didn't finish Sabrina. Um, where did you stop? Um, It's hard to say. <laughs> did she go to hell or not? No, I, I'm pretty sure I stopped, like, at some point in the first season. Okay, all right, so you stopped super early. I'd recommend going back. It's, it is it is a brilliant show. It no, kind of dies a death a little bit and then gets really good. I, I really don't want to, though. It was That's so fair. it was so boring. But see, like, d- yeah, every, this... Everything was just Hail Satan, but they weren't actually doing anything. It's like you see that that's the thing. There was a lot of there was a lot of buying for time, you know. Yeah. And, but a lot of the big beats that are in uh, the Chill Adventures of Sabrina were stuff that were just lifted almost wholesale and just randomly dropped into into uh, Hocus Pocus too. Like the nerdy guy owning a a, a cult. The cult shop, yeah. You know, uh, literally that is in. <laughs> That is in the movie, you know, in the show. Um, the, the young, the young kind of outcast, uh, vaguely LGBT group, also lifted directly from Sabrina. Um, yeah. Fighting, you know, obviously the team of witches. You know that that I'm gonna let that one pass because it's about witches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's about. It. But the whole thing with the, you know, with the music as well, the, the amplified, I know there was the music in the first one, but the amplified level of music in that with the big musical numbers, which made sense in Res Media, uh, like made sense in the world. But mm. the fact that it's <laughs> something they do, which is not something they do. I mean, they're, they're, I know there's a throwaway, throwaway line halfway through the movie where they're like, um, oh, they love to sing. It's like they sung once to like enchant the entire town in the first movie. It wasn't a thing they did. So, yeah, you know, I mean, look, if their goal was to be like, look, Sabrina was very popular. We're going to like take the best from that. It, they were incredibly successful. But it's the fact that they did it with like a much lower budget, you know, like with Sabrina. Yeah, it's a bit campy, but I mean, that's part of the charm. Like, I, I really like Sabrina. I think it's brilliant. I mean, and what they do, you know, all the things that I said, they actually do better and they do it in a lot more. um a lot more open if that makes sense like um every single point you want to pick in it, it progresses the story it kind of makes sense it's telling an overall narrative it's it's pushing these boundaries it's it's actually building up to something as you said it's a very very slow show but then it kind of morphs into this really really good show you know i, I think by the by the second and third season it really goes into its own in the fourth season as class um but there just isn't enough time in a in a half an hour campy Disney movie with the budget of something that you'd watch back 20 years ago and, mm-hmm. I, I, and, I, and I'll be honest with you like yeah Doug Jones is brilliant but I mean even to him his um his his performance isn't as good as the first one because he's not given really anything to work with so that's why like you know so I, I've been holding this up for about a month Katie because I really <laughs> wanted to say 
I, that's why it's so concise because I'm like, I really hated this movie, but I didn't want to hate it. I was like, who made this? And why did you do that? I mean, look, there was no reason to do a sequel. Genuinely, there were, the story was already told. And the, here's the thing. So you had to get a candle. So in order to bring them back, you had to make a candle from a, a hanged man, right? Mm-hmm. That was it. So that means the owner like went and got one. And I know he said he got out on the dark web, but I'm like, he's a criminal. He, <laughs> he needs to go to jail. Like already we're starting off this. It just felt very inauthentic. And I know that's kind of silly because like, the first one was so goofy, but it was no, already all this it, time. It did, though. It felt really forced. I mean, even the it whole thing of, even the whole thing of like the main girls and are like, "Ooh, we're witches. We practice witchcraft. It's like, mm, yeah, you do it as a fad. Yeah, so that's know? what I mean. You know, vaguely, uh, vaguely LGBT as well. It's like this almost seems like it's a fad. <laughs> it almost seems like as well. It almost seems like they were like ticking boxes. That's exactly that's it. it felt like, like I, I have obviously, yeah. I'm I'm more than happy to see you know LGBT absolutely in, in me too represented and everything like brilliant. But the whole like oh we're witches. It's like well you only you only put that in there because it's trending. It's popular. But I will ask anybody who, like, if you want to see that done correctly, literally watch Sabrina. I mean, like, that whole, I think, I guess what bugs me about it is it's not what they did, it's how they did it, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, if I hadn't have seen Sabrina, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that was cool. There's some cool ideas, but I wish it was done a little bit better. With this, I'm more kind of like, it was done so much better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I've already watched 20 hours of it, you know, or more. But I think that's the thing about the new Hocus Pocus as well, is that you watch it and you're like, it's been done. Like, everything everything that they had in it has been done, either by them or someone else. Yeah. You know? But I will say, if you were a fan of it genuinely, and you want more, go and watch The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You'll have a great time. I had a wonderful time. Even the musical where they start doing uh, Tricky as cheerleaders. Brilliant. Fantastic. I had a great time. (laughs) You know, and people are like, this is cringy as hell. I'm like, it's also fabulous. What's your problem? You know, all, like, all I will say is they did Salem so dirty. Ah, they did. Yeah, they did. That's they fair. Did but, so but, dirty. But in the, okay, mild spoilers. In the, the later season, they do, they do play with the original cast of the comedy, Sabrina. And it's brilliant. Yeah, I heard that actually. I heard it's that it's really cool. Like that show, that show needs more love. Because it just doesn't get it. And I think it's going to be one of those lost media things in a couple of years where people are like, man, that was really ahead of its time. And obviously it was because now Disney are like, oh, yeah, we'll take from this. We'll put this. But it's all been done. And I mean, that's that was it. It felt cheap. It felt like it was all done. And then I'm watching these reviews or reading these reviews and they're like, oh, it's brilliant. I'm like, tell me how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we watching the same movie? I, the whole time I was like, you know, because my, my, my sister and my mom were obviously like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, Okay, when does it get great? Because <laughs> you know, obviously I haven't, you know, now they haven't seen Sabrina. I think my sister watched the first season and then she kind of stopped. So I would say again, you know, if anyone thinks I'm off base here, fair enough. Let me know, nerdtonomedia.gmail.com. But watch Sabrina first and then come back. That's all <laughs> I ask. That's all I ask. You know? Yeah, just... and like, like I, I'll, I'll put my hands up and say, yeah, like I love the the you know the three Sanderson sisters they were yeah. brilliant they were perfect just they the, were, yeah. just the movie itself like the script wasn't great the premise it's like they were in a it's like they were in a different movie did you feel that way yeah. or like they're just yeah. they were just dropped into as I said it feels like they were dropped into Halloween Town 
which isn't yeah. a knock against Halloween Town. That actually is good. But I mean, I'll tell you what, watch Halloween Town again, folks, if you haven't seen that movie. There's three of them. Don't watch the third one. It's garbage here. The second <laughs> one's quite good, though. Uh, but like the thing about Halloween Town, right, is Halloween Town knows it's Halloween Town. Exactly. It, Whereas this, yeah. this was like Hocus Pocus didn't realize it was Halloween Town. Yes. That's that. That's that's more succinct than than my seven minute rant, Katie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> more succinct than anything I've said, and I, that's kind of it. It's like if it had a way, like, it's kind of a case of it not really knowing what it was. You know, like there was no kind of grit to it, even mm-hmm. though they were bringing in stuff that has gritty elements to it, like the you know, oh the dark web, blah blah blah. It's like I don't buy you're on the dark web, bro. <laughs> I don't buy you, you you know what you're doing I don't you know it's just it's just weird macabre that just doesn't feel it I mean when you're watching Sabrina and you see I hate to go back to it but it's the only comparison I can give when you're watching Sabrina and you're like ah yeah they're, they're doing some pretty dark things yeah fair enough yo he's you buy you know you buy the world you know and with this mm-hmm. it's like this is too Halloween towny you know you, you expect you know you it's it's too fluffy, and it, that's the only word I say. It's like proper mid two thousand Disney Channel movie, and yeah. that should not be Hocus Pocus. Yeah, like, Hocus it, Pocus, it, like okay, the first Hocus Pocus, you know, I go back and watch them. Um, if, if you guys haven't seen the movie, I again, I guarantee you, anyone listening to the show has seen the movie. But go back and watch Lindy, Lindsay Ellis review of it or something like that, and I mean, you can even just from the review, you can kind of see that like it has this grit to it. I mean, even still, it still holds up because, like, yeah, it's very 90s. But, I mean, like... I mean, they no... kill a kid in, like, the first five minutes. They kill a kid in the first five minutes. There's, hang... There's three hangings. They try to stay... They body horror binks the cat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just like, man, this is dark. And then, not only that, like, like they have bullies, you know, Ice and the other guy. And I think that's, like, the best scene in any movie ever where it's, just, like, Ice, you know? There's no one that memorable in the new movie. Mm. Yeah, that's well, fair. Did you, did you find it? Did you find there's anybody memorable in the new movie? No, but I'm going to be honest. Like, when I watched it, we were doing, like, our annual Halloween movie night. Which so I we had We I had was, people over. I was, so we... I was sad. I was sad. But next year. Next year, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um... So we were kind of watching and then being like, what the hell is this? And then not really paying attention and then going back to it. And then, but like, yeah, it was, it was a mess. Like I, I will sit down and give it a proper watch. Just me at some point. But like, from what I saw, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like, again, if you guys liked it, more power to you. I would recommend Oh yeah, it. yeah. Not, not going to dump on anyone who enjoyed it. Like if you enjoyed it, good for you. That's great. Yeah, you know, the keen love it. I don't think he's seen it. Okay, he probably will love it, though. He, I think he just recently saw the first one. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm. Uh, well, was it? We, we, in our group chat, we were making a joke about how our, how our podcast goes, where it's like, I hate it. You, you're kind of middle of the road, but often side of me, and Keen loves it. And then Kev kind of justifies, is like middle of the road with Kev, oh, with Keen. That's kind yeah. of the dynamic. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's it. It's kind of like we have both ends of the spectrum and then the two midpoints <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, but again like i mean i went in watching that and it wasn't just you know dara hates everything that isn't a segment that we have you know it's just like it should be it should be <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i genuinely went in with high hopes because everyone's like oh this is brilliant and i'm like 
all right, it must be good. And then I just sat the whole time going, when is the brilliance starting? <laughs> I just want one good scene. But and then the little young one came out and she was fantastic. And I'm like, why didn't you make a prequel? Horror life would have been more interesting than trying to follow. Because I mean, that's the problem with sequels. It's like it, it, that story at no point needed a sequel. You know, no, they did it, everything because it rounded out. Yeah, it's like you feed them like comprehensively defeated them. Uh, Doug Jones got his ending. You know, he, he got his you know his rest. And they kind of go back and, you know, try to retcon stuff. And it's like, if there's a reason for it, but there wasn't. I mean, there is probably a sequel there. This isn't it. You yeah. know, I mean, they could have done like the Sanderses go to hell or something, you know? <laughs> like, think about it. <laughs> it's like, also, they break the movie. They break the continuity of the movie by having the movie in the movie. I don't know if you watched it or if you saw it or not, but the first Hocus Pocus is playing on a TV inside the movie, which means oh. the first movie is a movie in that world which makes even less sense that's so dumb <laughs> very dumb i mean i'm a big fan of that stuff when it makes sense like there's a bit in blade in blade one where they're playing um the scorpion Liu Kang fight from mortal kombat and the music done by that was by a girl called uh oh, i can't remember her name uh juno juno reactor does it but tracy lords that's who it is Junior actor and Tracy Lords did the music for it. Tracy Lords plays one of the main vampires in it, and she's watching the TV. That's a fun little thing. And also, they're the same studio. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I was the only one in the cinema that popped for that. I was like, oh my god, that's the best thing I've ever seen. That's the that that's the art of cinematography. And everyone's like, I'm trying to watch Blade. Please shut up. And I'm like, you don't understand how cool it is. <laughs> yeah, but that's so, a fun yeah. little Easter egg, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, if you're gonna do that stuff, make a have a reason. Don't just like lazy callbacks and a lot of this was just nostalgia bait as well i'm like you can't be nostalgic for one movie like it's 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 like if they made a sequel to nightmare before christmas which they could do with the different worlds but they couldn't make a sequel to nightmare nightmare before christmas you know the actual mm-hmm. like uh, halloween town they could do like christmas town or like you know easter town that'd be kind of weird yeah you know, that'd be town. a fun thing that'd be fun i mean there are things that make sense logically but yeah. So as you can well, tell, Katie, I, I wait about a month to, to say all these things. <laughs> so I appreciate it. No, that's okay. But like, it, it kind of reminds me of like when they did the sequel to Zoolander. Yeah, that's a and good like, point. Yeah. They used pretty much all of the same jokes, but they tried to modernize them, but it didn't work. Mm. Because like, like, even though they had modernized parts of the jokes, the jokes themselves were still dated. Yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, and the 90s itself, like, Hocus Pocus encapsulates the 90s in such a way that it feels authentic. Like, when the kids go to school, it's just like, it could be Twilight. I don't mean that as a job. I mean, like, it could just be the school from Twilight. Because uh, the the, twen- the 20, the 20, the, the, the zeros, the tens, and the 20s, you know, obviously the 20s uh, of those are so, they're the same. You know, there's no defining fashion there's no defi- this defining movement in those periods that are like oh yeah i mean like yeah the 2000s kind of has it a little bit mm-hmm. um which you can kind of see in in those disney movies to an extent like and even lizzie mcguire and stuff but um i don't know i just feel so homogenous it's like the worst of disney you know it really is <laughs> it's like what people fear about disney it's like oh yeah there you go like a toothless vapid um waste and it sucks because i mean you have good talent. You just have no idea what to do with it. Yeah, you know? they had like they literally had the 
the perfect cast. You know, they had the original cast who were perfect. I just don't know where the music thing came from. It's so it's such a weird thing to do. It's like, oh, they sing. It's like they sung once. And that was a spell. And and that was a spell. And now you've made this part. Like, it's it's a part of the whole thing. And I mean, look, maybe Beth Midler just wanted to sing. She's all she's very fond of it. And that's fun. She is. And she's good at it. She is good at it. And she's probably like, listen, I want to sing a little bit. Can I sing a little bit? And they're like, Bette Midler for you, of course. You know? Yeah. And like the whole reason that she even agreed to do the movie was because she just, she loves playing Winifred Sanderson. Like that's, that was just her favorite role she ever did. Yeah. And I mean, look, that kind of thing is fine. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's, I can totally understand that, like. You know, it was her favorite thing. She just wanted to have a little fun with it. And I can stand that. That is, like, we want Bat Midler to have fun. We do. She's wonderful. Yeah. But, like, you know, you just have to admit it was a bad movie. Like, it was it was a, a good production of a bad movie. Yeah. I'm on my own, unsupervised now. I hope I don't say anything inappropriate. Like dirty socks. Or um, muddy gloves. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that. You didn't hear any of that, no? I heard none of that, no. Alright, crap. <laughs> so go back in at the last sentence and have a clean call. Um yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> well look, let's move on. Let's move on and we'll like I mean <sighs> Tell you what I did watch after that. Uh, the 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 Marvel Werewolf. Oh, Werewolf by Night. Did you see that? I did. I've seen it like twice. What did you think? Um, I I hmm. see because I I, th- I feel like we've talked about this on the show before. Yeah, cool. but I mean, what did you think as like because uh, I mean this is obviously the show after Halloween, right? Yeah. And I mean, I watched these pretty much. I really kind of wish I watched them on Halloween. But what did you think of them as a better representation of Disney's offering around Halloween? Do you think that was much more substantial than... Yeah, so, like, you know, and especially, like, the fact that it's Marvel, I thought it was a fun little aside. Um, I loved that it was, like, practical effects. I loved that it was dark and twisted and it was done in, like, black and white and stuff. Um, the only gripe I had with it was the actual werewolf design. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. We talked, we talked about that. It was yeah. It I mean, didn't look, it didn't look great. I watched it again, and I, that was my least favorite part of it. You know, yeah. but I mean, look, if it is, if if there's, you know, you're only given one thing to watch, give hope, focus on this, and watch that. Watch that again. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. Look, now, and and in fairness to it, like I know what they were doing with the whole, like they were trying to do like the homage to the old style werewolf films and everything, yeah. but like. Yeah, no, other than that, it was solid. Yeah. And, you know, Man-Thing being there. Brilliant. Yeah, Man-Thing's cool. I, Man-Thing's I've nothing against Man-Thing. Yeah, Man-Thing was awesome. <laughs> so. so, look, kind of want to switch gears real quick into gaming because 
we have a lot of gaming stuff to talk about. Obviously, there was this mad news, Katie. Crazy <laughs> news, which kind of came out of nowhere, which, I mean, it's been blown a little bit out of proportion, but also is the most dystopian thing I think I've heard of in a long time. And that's really saying something. Yeah, but um, I, I think as well, it kind of caught everyone off guard because when it popped up, it, everyone thought it was satire. Yeah, it's it's because it's an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're pretty much live. I mean, we are living in Black Mirror. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so for anyone who's not in the loop, basically the news that popped was that the creator of the Oculus Rift has invented a VR headset that will kill you if you die in game. Yes. So there's Which a is, movie. There's a movie called Stay Alive. Have you seen it? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, Stay Alive is great. We actually should have watched that for Halloween. It would have been more fun. Um, <laughs> that's a great movie. But never did I think that would be real. <laughs> you know, it's like, who sits around and goes, you "Know what we need? You need to die in real life if you if you die in a game." It's like. What's wrong with you? I mean, like, obviously, look, this was this was a parody. It wasn't a parody, but it was kind of like a proof of concept thing that's never going to be sold. But at the same time, it's like, well, what's yeah, wrong with you? Apparently, <laughs> the, the, the guy whose name escapes me right now, but the, the guy, the Oculus guy, um, is yeah. a huge fan of an anime called Sword Art Online. Yes, that is true. And I think isn't the premise of that where they're like trapped in a in a video game, and if yeah. they die in the game, they die in real life. And I th- so I think that was his whole concept. It was yeah, more but, of a like more same, of an art piece. But at the same time, it's also like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like he got so wrapped up in thinking whether or not he could that that he didn't stop to think whether or not he should. Exactly, and look, obviously, the, the I love the Jurassic Park reference, by the way, it wasn't lost on me. <laughs> but it I'm, wasn't Lost World. Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't. <laughs> but uh, look, the thing about it is, it's like, with that kind of stuff, it's like, alright, fair enough. It, it's an art piece, you know. It's just so weird and disturbing. I mean, and that's the thing. I, I, I wasn't, oh, that's cool. I'm like, that that's disturbing, man. That's, but like... Now, if I was a mate, I'd be like, listen, bro, um, we have a therapist for you. Yeah, um, but you like, talk to him. <laughs> how, did he, so how did he test it to make sure that, like, it works the way it's supposed to? He probably tested it on a melon or something. I mean, <laughs> like, the way, the way it works is, yeah, I mean, like, the way it works is this is, like, three little explosive charge and they just push something into your brain. They, like, explode the lobe. I mean, if you put yeah. that on a pumpkin it's, or a melon or something, that's going to pop as well. It's just... It just shouldn't exist, you know. It, I just, I, you know, this because this, as someone who's in tech who loves tech, I also kind of hate it at the same time because I'm like, you don't need to make the world more dystopian with this. Yeah, you know? we don't need this. Nobody no, wants this. Nobody wants this. I mean, I like VR headsets to a point. I wouldn't, you know, the metaverse is obviously a terrible idea because it's been shown to be a terrible idea with, with you know, the way it's it's performing. And I mean, look, I just. You know, a future where, where that's the thing. Like, even with the whole blood pack thing, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, there was someone released where if you got shot, it drew blood from you, so you could, like, donate the blood. But that was, like, a Red Cross thing. I'm like, all right, that's kind of weird, but, like, fair enough. It, 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 there's some kind of good to it. With this, it's like, you know, it's just this, we're one step closer to the suicide booth from Futurama, you know? <laughs> it's like, ah, it's weird. It's it's such a weird thing. But I don't have an, an Oculus. Um, I would have got the v, the PlayStation VR, but I mean, 
not really. I don't really find a use for it. Like, what do you think about the whole VR thing in general, Katie? Are you a fan of it? Do you use it? Like, I've I've personally never used it myself, but I ever? am never ever. But like, I wow. am a person who is very prone to motion sickness. Right. So, like, I mean, even I even sometimes get motion sickness just playing a first-person shooter. So. Oh wow. Okay. Well, look. <laughs> yeah. I'll, well, look. I'll, I'll I'll give you one here, right? Like, um, the VR. I ha- obviously haven't played many VR games because I don't have a VR headset, and like, you know, you need a decent PC to run it. Yeah. However, uh, there before COVID, there was a a, a Dublin group. There still is a Dublin group where they use Unity and VR to actually do good things, not create a suicide booth. Yes. Um. And. and the stuff that they can do is actually incredible. Like, it's a great technology. It really is. Where you can visualize a, um, you know, there are some who are visualizing Dublin in the future or, you know, new buildings or like homes mm-hmm. or training people how to like do CPR or fight fires. Like, really, really cool stuff that I think, you know, it's great. And, you know, also designing the inside of a plane, kind of like minority report kind of stuff. And Ooh. that's great. So, I mean, that's in Dublin. You can actually go to those things. They used to do them up in, in, up in WeWork. So I'm very excited when they um, come back, or if they come back, because obviously this was before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But um, I was in Rome two weeks ago. Well, it was two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And um, part of the tour for the Domus Aria. Now, the Domus Aria is a place that isn't supposed to, so we're going to get real nerdy here. Katie, I'm really sorry. Oh, um, no. We're not in a place <laughs> for that. No. So the Domus Aria is uh, Nero's Golden House. So the Great Fire, Rome, 66 uh, AD. Nero burned down. Well, Rome burned down. It was like a hot summer and Nero got blamed for it. But Did it, it burn was... down in a day? No. Well, it burned for a week. Okay. Burned for a week. Uh, and it was convenient for Nero. So some people think it was his fault, but he blamed the Christians. And that's how the, the Christian purge happened. And that's how St. Peter was killed. Um. But as a direct result of that, pretty much most of Rome was gone, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Nero was like, oh, I can build a house here. So a house is kind of, a, you know, underselling it. He built basically this complex that's the size of like seven football fields. So it literally stretches from one side of Rome to the other. Nice. And Yeah. And um, it wasn't supposed to be real because it sounds so ridiculous. And he also destroyed all of it when he died, when he was killed, because they're like, yeah, we need to bury this. And they did, literally. Uh, <laughs> like They built the Colosseum on top of it, so that's what stands on the big pool where Nero's golden house was, and he had a big statue of himself as the sun god called the Colossus, nice. which is which is where the name Colosseum comes from. The name Colosseum actually doesn't refer to the building, it refers to the statue. The statue is called the Flavian Amphitheater, right? Huh. So, yeah, so that's where it was, and the Domus Aria wasn't supposed to be real, right? And then about 200 years ago, they just start digging and they fell into it, literally. And what they did is they actually filled in the earth, like th- th- these big vaults, they filled in with earth mm-hmm. and brick, right? So they preserved the Domus Aria perfectly, perfectly preserved because they literally Ooh. buried it. The dirt is actually preserving it. And believe it or not, dirt is actually the best way to preserve something. Mm-hmm. You just bury it. The problem starts coming when you take it out of the earth you know which is the problem they're trying to deal with now yeah. and these frescoes and stuff were, were found and a lot of those frescoes actually inspired a lot of the the paintings that would go on to do the renaissance it kind of nearly kicked off the renaissance in, in certain parts in certain ways including Raphael's painting of the the pope's apartments mm-hmm. we're really getting nerdy here i'm very sorry history is neat it is history is the best 
But anyway, so part of that tour, so obviously, as I said, this is perfectly preserved, right? But a lot of the things that were there are gone, like the, the statues and the, the way it looked and that. Because, I mean, when you're in there, you're in an actual an actual archaeological site because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's still underground awesome. and it's not preserved like yeah it's it's the closest thing you can get to walking like pompeii is also an archaeological site but it's very touristy this is not this is a living archaeological site where you're in it you're underground and it is pitch black basically but it would and the light it's so spooky because the lights go off at certain points because it's because you're in so deep so it's a they, bit like um the the under city in edinburgh very much so yeah very <laughs> much so but imagine older and deeper you yeah. know, it, it, it's okay. like that kind of thing as well, right? But what they did is they actually, um, they implement VR. So part of the tour is they bring you into uh, one of the big rooms that they actually discovered. So there was this kind of storehouse and they dropped down and mm-hmm. you can actually see where they, where they dropped torches down 200 years ago and then they obviously dug down and, you know, kind of cleaned it up a bit. But VR, uh, they actually put you in a VR headset and you can mm-hmm. actually see what it was like in real time like they build it in real time and you can walk around and it's it's so cool it's so cool yeah um and i've seen like dublin uh, not dublin waterford has one with the the viking experience which is also fantastic and then mm. the van gogh experience has that as well which is also fantastic and that's in dublin so i mean vr is a great technology and it can yeah. be used for this kind of stuff but when i see it used for that kind of thing i'm like man what do you like that doesn't help anybody. It's just <laughs> weird, you know? If anything, I, like, that whole Oculus thing makes me not want to get a yeah, VR headset. Literally, I'm kind of like, I know I know how cool the technology is because I'm actually quite a big fan of it in certain ways. I mean, it is quite cool. But now I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want to be funding that. That's sick, you know? <laughs> I don't mean, like, in a cool, like, oh, gnarly, gnarly. Kind of, I mean, like, no, literally, like, that's so, such a weird way to think about it, you know? Because, I mean, well, I don't. I don't think anybody wants is they don't want you know, ten, twenty years down the line, there's like a kid in his room with the VR headset on his head and he doesn't go outside and like nobody wants that world. Mm-hmm. Nobody like wants surrogates. That world. Yeah, exactly. Or like surrogates or gamer or you know nobody wants that. Everyone like I, I think it is a great technology to be able to bring stuff that isn't physically possible because I know a lot of people like even you know my mom and some other people you know who I've you know, talk to about history or whatever or find out that I did so much uh, in ancient history. Like, why don't you just rebuild it? Because you can't, you know? I mean, like, you rebuild it, it's not real, you know? It, it removes something. But having this extra thing where you're able to experience it as it was without doing any damage to the site is incredible. Now, the big yeah. challenge is actually trying to get that smaller because, I mean, you, you need a gaming PC, basically, to run that. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, he should work on that. <laughs> Make a smaller way to run this kind of stuff instead of something that doesn't help anybody. But Some, anyway. Something that explodes your face. Exactly. That, that's just, I don't know. But again, you know, you know, maybe he just lost a run of himself and it has been blown out of proportion, all puns intended. But it's, you know, what I'm saying to you is VR is cool and the Oculus is cool, but um, there's better uses of it. <laughs> there's, there's better uses of, of people's time as well. Exactly. And, Instead and, of making know. this thing that, you know, you're never going to sell, that nobody wants. No. It's like a couple of years ago, I don't know if you noticed or not, I don't know how macabre you are, but um, there was there was a roller coaster made, designed by someone who obviously wasn't built, but it's a roller coaster designed to kill, kill you, basically. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that, yeah. And it has, the like, the, the perfect number of loops or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, now, the thing is, that's a little small model. <laughs> they didn't actually build it. This guy actually went off and built it. I mean, it's probably a lot 
a lot easier to retrofit a headset than it is to make a roller coaster. But you know, it's it's not that's that's what I thought of instantly when I saw it. Yeah. But um, so we have a couple of things here as well uh, this week. So Katie, I went to the cinema a lot. Like I'm, you know, I I've just you know a lot of movies came out. Saw Amsterdam, pretty good. Saw Barbarian, very good. Saw Pray for the Devil, not so good. Walked <laughs> out of a movie actually uh, last week. Never, I, been, I haven't never really walked out of a movie before. Only Tell me more. Twice. So, uh, first of all, Barbarian's great. Absolutely do watch it. I think everyone have a really good time watching it. Well, maybe not a good time, but they will enjoy it. You know, it's a good you'll, movie. You'll have a time. <laughs> yeah, well, just so long as a Scream Queen. So, I mean, he's everyone. He's my favorite Scream Queen. You know, him and Danielle Harris. Um, but just so long as the, I, I'll watch anything he's in. And he, and he plays against type in this when he plays like a horrible person in this. So, it's very interesting to see him do that. You know, the cast is very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, Amsterdam is quite good Weird movie But still very good uh, Pray for the Devil I want it to be better But it's it, Like I, I expect a lot From an Exorcist movie um, it, it does a little bit different than, than Than the standard But it still does kind of like None is in Exorcist She is super Exorcist Because she's not supposed to be Goes mm-hmm. to Exorcist school Spookies <laughs> and that's kind of it and like and the end of it they kind of tease she's like oh she has to go to rome to learn to be super exist and then it just kind of the end of it she's like you know it's so cheesy that you're like oh stop you know <laughs> it's just like they're almost jumping in the air and freeze framing no that's literally how it ends <laughs> i'm not joking that's literally like it's a free it ends with a freeze frame Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was kinda, yeah, I was kind of like, you did, <laughs> you did, and I was just, the whole time I was watching. I was like, oh, this okay, this this has problems, but it's not bad. And then it ends, and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop! Why are you like this? Yeah, it's like, come on, like you had a decent premise, and it's not bad, but it's just, I mean, there's a great movie called The Cleansing Hour. Have you seen it? It's on Shutter. I haven't, no. Shutter, well, Shutter is pretty cool anyway, but The Cleansing Hour is a fantastic... It's worth just getting Shutter for like a week just to watch it anyway. It's mm-hmm. one of the best modern Exorcist movies out there. It's brilliant. Um, this isn't one of them. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a movie I'll never see again. Um, and yeah, that was it. I walked out and I was just like, okay, well, at least I saw it. Um, but the movie I walked out of, it's called Watcher, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a... Hung- what what country is um, Budapest in? Bulgaria? Hungary? Is it Hungary or Bulgaria? Mm. Let's Google this. We don't, want to, we don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. Let's get our facts straight. Exactly. We're journalists here. Bucharest. Yeah. What country is it in? Uh, let's find out. Uh, Romania. Romania, there we go. See? So there we go. We didn't know. Now we know. Budapest is in Romania, folks. So, it's an American Romania. Bucharest, not Budapest. Oh, Bucharest. I don't know. We're getting our geography on. Are we getting it? Okay. No, well, this, okay, this was based in Romania, right? As they learned to speak Romanian. And that's the big part of it, right? So it's it's an American-Romanian movie, and basically this wife who's half Romanian, half American, but she speaks no Romanian, um, she uh she moves in with her husband her husband works undisclosed job where he must work in the office that kind of thing right mm-hmm. 
and she's walking around and she's kind of you know a failed actress and she's trying to adjust to learning the language like that stuff and it's all fine and then she has a stalker right mm-hmm. and after that i was like okay there's nothing happening here and i just i just left i left after like 40 minutes i was like my bus is in 10 minutes i can make that and be home in an hour um i'd rather do that so i did <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, you know, and to be fair, a lot of it's in English as well. There's no, I think the biggest problem is there's no subtitles. Now, I don't speak Romanian. It's not one of the languages I speak. Like, I genuinely have no idea what they're saying. But that's not the problem. I mean, you get the, you get the gist of it, you know? And mm. like the POV, the POV character doesn't speak Romanian either. So, I mean, it does kind of help you empathize with her. But the problem is nothing happens in the movie. <laughs> it's supposed to be a horror movie where nothing happens. It's like, she's like, oh, I mean, followed. And then they bring the police in, and then the police like, "Are you sure you didn't make it up?" And you're like, "Oh my god, what is that?" <laughs> and like forty minutes in, it's like, "Where are they going with it?" You know, okay, she's being followed, and there's murders, and you're like, "Oh, you know, it is great though." And you can watch it from home, folks. Uh, the the Friday the Thirteenth movies, not Friday Thirteenth, sorry, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I never saw, um, I never saw Freddy. Uh, I saw Freddy's Dead. That was the last one. I never saw Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Have you ever seen it? No. So have you seen any of the Freddy Krueger movies? Uh, yeah, the older ones, yeah. Which ones have you seen? Uh, see the first one? Yes, first one. Third one. I think the second one. The third uh, one's where they're, in, where they're in the asylum, isn't it? The Dream Warriors, the best one. Yeah, that's a brilliant one. I've, yeah, I've seen that one, definitely. Okay, so basically the premise here is that like they get more silly, right? Or better. I mean, I, I like them, but, you know, Freddy isn't scary near the end of it, right? Mm. So the premise of this is that the girl who played Nancy, Heather, is her real name. And mm. that's who she is. She's playing herself, right? And her husband is one of the prop makers and she sees him die horrifically because the claw comes alive and her son starts being all weird, right? Mm-hmm. Son's like eight or something. And basically what happens is she's, the, the son is not sleeping and the husband dies and that kind of stuff. And basically, she's she's seeing Freddy in real life. And Robert Ungland is playing himself. So he just shows up. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? And, <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's good. Like, Wes Craven's in it. But it's a movie about a movie, about the making a movie to contain Freddy. Right? Because uh, Wes Craven's like, yeah, you know, we, we there was this evil that was going all along. And, you know, the movies kept him alive. But now there's no movies. He's running around and he's trying to get through. And it's it's very dumb. But, I mean... It's super fun too, and like the kills aren't very good. Um, <laughs> the callbacks are fun, but I mean it's just so bizarre, you know. Mm. Uh, I I just kind of enjoy the fact that they went out to make a sequel to Nightmare on Elm Street, which it is, but it's also not because it's like she even says she goes, "I am not Nancy," <laughs> you know. She goes like, "Yeah, but you gave her life," and she's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I guess you did." But it's also she just goes along with it. She's like, "Yeah, okay, Freddy's real." You're like, <laughs> you know, no one's just sitting and goes. This is mad. Like you know? <laughs> it's very good though. I will say, you know, it used to be. I I have it on DVD because they used to sell like the all of them in like a ten DVD box set. So I think you can get it probably on on one of the streaming services. But I would really recommend it because it is just if you're a fan of the series. I like slasher movies anyway, but this one was just a bizarre little trip. Mm. I had a great time watching it. So I'd be like, if you're stuck for something to watch and you kind of want to keep the spoops going on a little bit longer, um. Wes Craven's new nightmare is very fun. <laughs> Keep the spoops going all year long. Well, I I don't know about you. I you know, we should we should petition for a second Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Oh, yeah, in like June. Well, I mean, okay, think about it, right? Halloween only lasts about three weeks, maybe, and then we're straight into Christmas. And mm-hmm. it's not even like America where we get Thanksgiving, which, I mean, okay, fair enough. All the stuff aside, I mean, Thanksgiving is like St. Patrick's Day, but you get Christmas dinner, so it's quite nice. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is. Like, I experienced uh, Thanksgiving about five years ago in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is actually lovely. It's so bizarre, though, as an Irish person. You're like, this is like, pa-, and my uncle explained it to me, he goes, it's like Patrick's Day without drinking and Christmas without the presents. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> like, it seems a little bit excessive because, like, Christmas is, like, a month later, but it's also lovely as well. It's it's kind of like practice Christmas. Yeah, actually, that's a good way of putting it. But, I mean, we don't get that here, so it's just straight into, like, the onslaught of Christmas. So yeah. having, like, something in between would be, like, ideal. Mariah you know, Carey just shows up and she's like, it's Christmas now. That's it. You know, I, well, she leaned into it this year by, she was on a treadmill as a, as a witch and then just became. She did, yeah. She so did. that was super fun. At least she's aware of the, the meme now and I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, sure. She did one, I think it was last year as well, where um, she did one and it was like a load of pumpkins and then she had like uh-huh. a baseball. B- oh, no, it was a tombstone that said like, it's too early. And then she comes in with a baseball bat and she just like smashes everything. You know what they should do? They should do Love Day. Love Day. <laughs> don't ruin another Love Day. Love um, Day. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Love Day is, is the way to go. You know, hashtag Love Day 2023. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, I mean, I so th- I've talked about the Steam Deck on this. I know this is a very game and heavy one, but look, you get what you get, guys. Uh, <laughs> we get have a lot to get. And you don't get upset. Exactly, exactly. Or you do get upset and then come on the show and, you know. By the way, uh, Black Adam's super good. You haven't seen it, Katie, so I'm not going to ruin it for you. But I will say, um, I know Black Panther's out. 100% not going to see that. Um, (laughs) Black Adam's fantastic, though. And the thing about it is, I think, like, from what I've seen about Black Panther 2, it's the same movie. Mm. But I think Black Adam's better. Like, Black Adam is awesome. I I love The Rock anyway. But, I mean, like, Dr. Fate's in it. So you get, like, some... Like Mister, like what's it, Doctor Strange stuff too. I look, mm-hmm. I just think it's been completely overshadowed, and you should go see it. It's brilliant. But from what I've seen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. Like maybe, no, I'm not gonna go see Black Panther too. I just there's nothing there for me. I mean, I don't even like Namor, <laughs> so I'm like, nah, bro. If you wanna go see it, I I saw Black Adam. That yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like even with the whole. The whole controversy that was behind Black Panther 2 and, right. you know, she was holding up filming because she was very anti-vax and all this yeah. kind of stuff. It's kind of like, I don't really want to reward that mentality. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's more just kind of like, you know, I've said this before and there's even some some people on social media losing their minds. I'm like, comics, you don't buy all of them. Pick the ones you yeah. want to see. Or you, you pick the ones you want to read. And that's kind of how I'm treating Marvel now. I'm like... Unless it's a big event or something big happens. Like, if someone came out and said, oh, this big thing's happening in Black Panther 2, I'm like, all right, cool, I'll go see it. But other than that, I'm like, nah, I mean, all the beats that they're going to talk about already happened in Black Panther, uh, happened in Black Adam, you know? And that was great. I mean, that's one of the best superhero movies I have ever seen. <laughs> Yo, I'm not joking. I'm deadly serious. It's just, I don't know why it's so good. <laughs> and again, <laughs> looking at the reviews, I was sitting there going, what movie were you watching? It was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. I had everything. You liked Hocus Pocus too, but you didn't like this? 
exactly. It was the same outlet, and I was like, I, I, you know, am I wrong? No, it's the it's the kids who are wrong. You know, it's that's the kids who are wrong. That's what I felt like. But yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. I, obviously, you know, if the, if the other guys see Black Panther two, we we'll talk about it. But I'm just, I have no appetite to see. I mean, it might be a case of like Watcher. I saw Watcher at like four o'clock on a Sunday. If it's on, I might go see it, but I'm not rushing out to go see it. I just there's nothing there for me, you know. Hmm. Um, but hey, look again, if people want to see it, cool. But I would say, you know, watch Black Adam before it leaves the cinema. You will have a wonderful time. It is great, really good, <laughs> really good. Um, but no, so I was updating the Steam Deck uh, recently. So we talked about the Steam Deck before. We're gonna finish up here on the Steam Deck. I will say it's a Switch killer. It is, but I still bring my Switch with me on tour and stuff because it's so Yay. small. I love the switch. Awesome. It it is brilliant. I mean, it's so it's so compact. It just kind of lives in your bag, you know. Yeah. Um, but the the Steam Deck is the reason why I'm playing games again, Katie. Because I I kind of <gasps> stop. I couldn't really justify playing games on the PS5, which is kind of ironic. Um, and the PC is work, so I don't. Um, but with the Steam Deck, I don't know. It's like you can do other things. It's like what we talked about with the Switch. You know, you can have it on. You can. You know, pick it up and put it down and that. It's brilliant. The problem is, and I'll tell you this, folks, if you are going to get one, do not get the 64 gig one. It's too small. Yeah. It's too small. I mean, I wasn't expecting to like it. That's why I got it. I, I randomly booked it and then they messaged me. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm buying a Steam Deck. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was like. Because they're like, oh, you have to buy this, whatever. I was like, all right, whatever. They um, got me now. Yeah, well, I forgot about it. That's the thing. Because you had to book them so far in advance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. It's one of the best pizza technology I've ever had. The emulator is brilliant because it's a Linux. It's a Linux computer. It, it has everything you want. All the emulators and stuff. However, what I will say, and again, we're look, we're not endorsed by Valve like we were. Um, I bought this with my own money. It's so anything I'm saying is my own experience because we're not endorsed by anybody. You know, it just is what it is. Just by each want, other. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to endorse us, you totally can. I mean, we'll show for anything. Um. <laughs> No, obviously we're sharing this, but not seriously. We'll show for no, but we will, yeah. We will, yeah. <laughs> Give us money. My dogs yeah. need shoes. Exactly. My dogs need shoes. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I was like, okay, I I picked it up and I was like, right, I got I I got the smaller one because I was like, ah, it's gonna be all right. It turns out I love it. Right. It's it's phenomenal. Amazing bit of technology. It really is. All the emulators you want. Uh, runs everything pretty much pretty much the way you want it to there's one or two kind of issues but you kind of come over them if you're anyway into pc gaming you're probably used to fixing them anyway so it's not a huge learning curve if you know linux you're just you're gonna have god god access on everything um it was great now the problem is with the 64 bit once you hit the internal memory and some things you can't i put a one terabyte sd into it and um once you hit internal memory and it fills up it uh, gets caught in a boot loop Hello. Now a boot loop is when you turn your computer on And it goes room off mm, Off room off Room off or it gets caught in the logo So if you have like a Dell it will hang on the Dell Livono whatever It doesn't matter it's called a boot loop right where it just won't boot Into the operating system And that's what happened with my poor Theme deck Oh no Yeah so I had to reinstall the operating system And then I was sitting there like Man I'll just put a bigger hard drive into it or I'll return it. Actually, no, I, was going, I said, I'll return it and I'll get the, the top tier one. And they were, you know, Valve are great. They're like, yeah, send it back. But I'm like, or I could put a hard drive into it. 
So I bought a one terabyte hard drive. It arrived. Uh, a Dell one. It, that is not cheap, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy expensive. <laughs> but you know, and uh, trying to trying to access it, it's not as easy as it's made out online. Fair warning. Uh, you know, I did have to buy a new set of screws, uh, screwdrivers, and all that kind of stuff. So there is a fair amount of work in it, and then there's the panic of, did I just ruin my system? Yeah. Luckily, I didn't. I got it working today, and it seems to be fine. It didn't blow up or anything like that, so thank God. <laughs> but I would say, folks, if you're getting one, do not get the 64-bit one, right? Uh, if you if you feel confident upgrading, cool, go for it. But, I mean, if I had this over again, I would just buy the 5, 512. Yeah. And that's what I would do from start. Uh, but, again, it's like... You know, I have the 64 bit here now. There's a one terabyte in it, and it's one. So it's you know, it's it's up there. Um, but yeah, that's that's my official warning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just it's not worth the effort. It genuinely isn't. But um, you know, I had it there, and it, it was funny because I was I was just getting ready to return it, and then my hard drive. I had bought the hard drive. Like as I clicked buy hard drive, they said, "Hey, you can return it." I'm like. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to try to put the hard drive in it now, you know. <laughs> so, but I mean, look, there's a bit of work in it. You can do it. It's worth it. It's cool. It's a great bit of technology. I love the Steam Deck. But my advice to anyone listening, get yourself. Don't get the 64-bit one. Unless, or 64-gigabyte uh, one. Unless you're going, and also, uh, it's not SSD. It's just a, it's like a, what did he call it? An Emacs card? You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, um, it's basically a SIM card. Not, oh. some, not, not some kind of a fancy SD that you're booting onto. So it is quite slow to boot. Because um, obviously SD is so much faster. Um, like it, it, You don't really notice it, but I've noticed it now because I put the SSD in it, it boots in a second. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just one of the things where it's like, yeah, you can mess around with it. Valve have made it very upgradable, but there is more work in it than online would let you to believe. You know? Um, yeah. So my advice would be, look, if you're not, and again, I said to everybody, if you're not really tech savvy, and you just want something to pick up and play, get a Switch. Um, they have released a lot more games that are, um, are compatible on Steam, uh, on the Steam Deck. But I mean, like, if you if you're a PC gamer, you you'll be fine. But I don't think it's a Switch killer in as much as one. The price point is like it's nearly four times the price. Yeah. It's literally three times the the weight, like. <laughs> and um it, it's phenomenal but it does have all uh, you know in my original review which i think is like six or seven shows ago um you guys can go back uh, i would say look and there are some problems even when it did work uh it gets caught in uh you know it's updating it's updating and it's just stuck stuck in this like um you know you can see it on reddit it's like oh it's stuck at one second for like two hours and you have to do this like magic kind of keyboard thing where you're like hold the power button for 10 seconds and then it works and you're like there's just so much messing about, you know? Uh, and for me, I love that kind of stuff. That's what, you know, I like to mess around with that kind of thing and get to work. But a lot of people just aren't going to. So if you're going to get one, at least go for the mid-tier one. But that's my rant over. That's my review over. Steam Deck, still great. <laughs> Steam uh, Switch, also good. <laughs> yes. More portable games, please. Exactly. More portable games. Um, I get to play Alice Madness Returns, though, portably. Oh and, yeah, and Vampire the Masquerade. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I've actually I've been streaming um, Alice Madness for the last couple of weeks, and oh, man. that's what a few people have come to me and been like, "Oh, I got the Steam Deck, and I'm playing it on the Steam Deck," and I'm like, "Yeah, I hate you," <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I don't mind. I love that game in all its forms. 
it is. It it is fantastic. And look, you know, the Steam Deck again, like the more affordable option isn't a good one, in my opinion. Because I mean when it hits that harsh boot loop, it's a nightmare. You have to do a reinstall, which I mean, if you're not tech savvy already, that's a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, know? and like games these days take up a lot of memory. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you're if you are gonna get one, just go with the go bite the bullet. Get the mid-tier one, get a one terabyte or even 450 gig um, SD, and that should be more than enough. I put the one terabyte in it because I'm also going to dual boot Windows on it as well and mess around with it. Mm-hmm. But um, that's me. I mean, what I do with computers is not what normal people do. I have learned yeah. this. Um, so there we go. Anyway, Katie, again, you mentioned your streaming. So as we wrap up, how can folks uh, watch and also subscribe? Yeah, uh, come find me on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash blue. At the minute, I stream daily on weekdays, not on weekends because I work weekends. But yes. um, it, it, it will vary, but I, I keep a schedule up. And also, if you follow follow my Instagram, at mannequin underscore blue, I do post up what I'm going to be streaming and what we're going to be doing as well. Perfect, perfect. And again, you know, it's... look. All the stuff's also on there to know media.com as well. So we will put a link to Katie's stream so you can find her there. Um, best place to keep in contact with us is, of course, our social media, which we are getting better. Keen looks after it, which is why it gets done. Um, <laughs> Keen is no, great, though. Keen is great. He is. He really is. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week, as we always are here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. And, of course, nerdtonomedia.com. All the social medias, all the streaming services. Guys, again, we want to hear from you. Media at gmail.com is where you can reach us. You can also reach us on social media because we know you listen. We get the statistics. We get <laughs> the numbers. So we We're watching you. We're not watching you. Technically, they're listening to us, but we know they're, we know they're listening. So Always watching. Always watching. You can watch Katie, though, on, on Twitch. You can, yes. Come find me on Twitch. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll talk to you next week here on Nathan Basis. Bye. Bye. All right, so you're listening to the podcast. You're like, hey, I'm not in Ireland. How do I get in touch? Well, tune in has you covered. That's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio. Um, you go to tune in and download the app or you can check out the live streams on nairthnomedia.com or phoenix92.5 FM if you want to get in contact with us it's very easy Media everywhere Media on Twitter Media Instagram Media on Twitch Media at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email hope to hear from you soon Check out the Wrestling Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Hey, Dara, what are you doing over there in Ireland? Like with the freaking leprechauns and everything. That's not cool. You should be over here with the cosplayers. At least then you could, like, I don't know, pretend like you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with ya. You give me a Brooklyn Blade. Yeah, with ya. Dick, Dara, Dara. I love it. All I do is just believe in the heart of the cards, and then I can. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 